So I heard Kobe Bryant, the amazing NBA basketballer, say this, and it blew my mind, and I would love to break it down for you because there's so much wisdom in it. And I think the reason why Kobe Bryant was so great is because his mindset was so great. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. So we are talking about the great NBA basketball player, Kobe Bryant. Probably one of the greatest, unfortunately passed away in a helicopter accident a couple of years ago. Amazing, amazing, amazing basketballer, but just amazing with his mindset. There's just been so much that I've taken away from listening to his interviews. This is normally how I operate. I guess my expertise is in human behavior and optimizing human performance. And that comes across in all areas of life, including business. But I think that if you get your mindset right, everything else starts working a lot more effectively as well, whether it be leadership, management, you know, your health, your intimate relationship, your friendships, your family, all of those different dynamics work because everything's you working with other humans, essentially. But anyway, I heard this quote from Kobe Bryant. It was just during an interview that he had, and it was so brilliant, and I wanna share it. Now, before we get started, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. I want you to get out there, crush it, do the best that you can be, and I know that it all starts with human behavior and especially your mindset, hence why I share this information. All right, anyway, let's get into it. So this is the quote that I heard from Kobe Bryant. I wrote it down in my little journal here and I wanted to share it because it's so brilliant and I would love to break it down for you as well to give you some insights on how you can use this in your own life. What he said is that doubt is such a strange thing. There will be times that you succeed and times that you fail. Wasting your time doubting if you'll be successful or not is pointless. You just put one foot in front of the other. You control what you can control and see what the outcome is. Kobe Bryant. Now, it's so brilliant, but just to dissect it, doubt is such a strange thing. There'll be times that you succeed and times that you fail. Now, this is something that I talk about so much because I just think that most people are so scared. They're so afraid of failing. And I think it's reinforced from the schooling system and from our parents. And it's something that I don't even know that it really makes a difference to how much someone succeeds or someone doesn't. You know, when I look at failure, the most successful people that I know have normally had the biggest losses and the biggest failures. Whereas the most unsuccessful people that consistently fail often, normally do so because they keep trying the same thing over and over and over again, just in 50 different ways. They just never try anything different or anything bigger or outside of the norm. And so, you know, this is something that I used to hear a lot of when I was a personal trainer back, you know, well over a decade ago. Someone would walk into the gym and they'd say, you know, Michael, I've tried everything. I've tried the diets and I've tried this. And I go, you've tried everything except the thing that works. And most people just keep doing the same thing just in a different way and then thinking that it's changing. I remember hearing years ago that most people were so predictable that they just eat the same five or six breakfast cereals just in different order and they call that variety. Now that's how most people live life. They think that they're doing something different, but they're not. They're just doing the same things just in different orders at different times. And then they can't understand why they can't get through their glass ceilings or overcome the biggest obstacles that are stopping them from getting where they wanna be. Now, I think a lot of that comes from the schooling system. I remember when I was at school 
and I was reading a book and I stuttered. And I just remember a couple of kids looking at me and laughing and having a bit of a joke. And after that, I just stopped reading. And so for me, I ended up getting told that I'd learned difficulties, put into special classes. I never really read books up until my maybe early to mid twenties. And then from there, I thought, you know what? I'm going to do this again. And I had to overcome my fear of failure or my fear of rejection, I guess, from back when I was at school. But I let that fear define my whole life up to that point. And it's crazy. Because now I look at it, I speed read books. I've read at least hundreds of books, maybe a thousand or so, but you know, I love reading and I love reading because I learned so much from it, but I gave that up just because of the fear of making a mistake once again and being criticized or being judged. And it's fucking crazy. And that's how most people live. When I'm talking to people, most people define their whole lives by this fear of failure. And they're not even afraid of failing. They're afraid of what failing brings, which is the judgment, which is the criticism, which is the fear of wasting time, the fear of not being good enough. It's one of those things, the fear of failure isn't really a thing. But most people define their whole life by this idea of the fear of failure. Even more stupid, I hear some people say, it's the fear of success, but they don't have a fear of success, it's just the fear of the unknown because of what they think is gonna happen. So they actually have a fear of what they think might happen in the future. It's an imagined thing that happens. But most people's fear of failure is something that happened in the past, which led to somebody disconnecting from them or someone judging them or someone criticizing them. And then so they wrap it up in this idea of the fear of failure. And then because of that, most people just stop making decisions. They get caught up in their own mind because they're trying to figure out the perfect strategy or they're trying to figure out the perfect thing to do. But all that that does is it just makes them overwhelmed. So when I have a look at most people, they'll say things like, I'm so stressed out, I'm always stressed all the time. Well, no wonder why you're fucking stressed because you're trying to think of 50 different ways that you could do something that might work instead of just doing one thing and seeing if it works and then making a mistake and then trying again in a different way and actually seeing what happens. But most people are afraid of that because of what happened in their past, which is normally that fear of judgment, criticism, disconnection. And it's all based on this primitive response from when we were fucking monkeys, that if you were kicked out of the tribe, you potentially had a higher likelihood of dying. So if you go to bed at nighttime and you didn't have a tribe to look after you, you could potentially die because the lion or the tiger or something could come and eat you while you're sleeping because no one's there to protect you. So it's this most primitive response in a part of the brain called the amygdala. It's our survival response. It might even be part of the cerebellum, which is essentially a reflexive part of the brain. Sometimes it's known as a crocodile brain. The other part is the monkey brain. But it's a really primitive response of if I get judged or I get criticized, I'm essentially being kicked out of the tribe, which then means that I may not survive. We're talking like thousands, if not millions of years ago, we grew out of that response. Yet most people live their life like a fucking monkey or a chimpanzee, where they're still afraid that if someone judges them or criticizes them, that they're essentially gonna be kicked out of the tribe and that they could die. So it triggers this fear response in them. Instead of realizing if someone's gonna criticize you and someone's gonna judge you for you having a crack or for you trying, then fuck them. Don't even worry about it. Because what will happen is in five or 10 years time, you'll keep trying, you'll end up learning way, way more than the average person, you'll get so far ahead and then everyone else will start saying, how did you do it? Wow, it's easy for you. Wow, you've been able to achieve so much. How did you do it? And you'll just say, well, cause I tried heaps of shit that didn't work and I kept trying until something worked and I eventually got there. Most people won't ever comprehend that they can do that either because they're so afraid of failing or so afraid of making mistakes, so stupid. It's like a primitive response that we grew out of millions of years ago, yet most people define their whole life by it. In the 21st century, where you can grab a mobile phone and call the other side of the planet at the speed of light, 
You know, we're sending people up into space to fucking live on space stations and shit like that. You know, stuff that was even beyond our comprehension 100 to 110 years ago. We're doing it now. Yet the majority of our society defines our whole life by a primitive response we grew past over a million years ago. And yet they're still worried about someone judging them or someone criticizing them that doesn't even fucking matter. It's crazy. But anyway, so Kobe Bryant says here, doubt is such a strange thing. There will be times that you succeed and times that you fail. Wasting your time doubting if you'll be successful or not is pointless. You can spend your whole life worrying about that stuff, but worry doesn't change anything. You can sit there and worry or you can sit there and not worry. It makes no difference. The thing that makes a difference is your ability to put together a plan and execute the plan. That's about it. And then from there you get data. That data, you can then make changes and those changes will help you to get closer to achieving that result. And you just keep doing the same thing again. This is something that I consistently talk about in our business workshops because so many people change so much stuff in their business consistently hoping that something works instead of looking at the data. Or they'll spend six months thinking, worrying, stressing, having fear about this plan that may or may not work. But the key thing is, is that they won't know until they execute something. So the faster you can execute something, the faster you can take action, the faster you can see what works and get that data to be able to make changes. Now this is why Kobe Bryant was so great because he was able to get out there and consistently tweak and refine and tweak and refine and tweak and refine day after day after day, which is what made him so great. Now for most people, they're worried about this one thing that they're gonna do in six months or a year or two years, that may or may not work, and they worry so much about it, they don't spend any time really executing anything. It's crazy, but anyway, let's keep moving on. He says, just put one foot in front of the other. It seems so simple, doesn't it? Just get out there and do shit. And control what you can control and see what the outcome is. Now that part there is also so valuable, is you can only control what you can control. You can't control everything else. I can't control the economy. I can't really control what the government does or doesn't do in my businesses. I can't control what even our customers do. I can influence people so I can have an influence. But the more I work on myself, the more I work on my mindset, the more powerful I become as a person, the easier it is to influence others. The easier it is to influence others, then I can have some part of that. But at the end of the day, I can't control anyone. I can't control my partner. People out there can't control their kids. People can't control their working environment. They can't control the economy. So you can only control what you can control, which is the main reason why you have to be in control of yourself. Most people have an out of control mindset, okay? That out of control mindset then makes their life out of control. Most people can't even control their own thoughts to think through executing a plan effectively. And that's the reason why they struggle in business. You have to control what you can control and what you can control is you. And the fastest way to control anything in your own life is to control your own thoughts and your mindset. This is why Kobe Bryant's speech was so great because it was all about what happens in your head. If you have ever read anything from the books called Relentless, Tim Glover, he used to be Kobe Bryant's trainer and Michael Jordan's trainer. Now in that book, Relentless, they go through and they talk about what made Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan such amazing players. And he said it was so easy to see just in their own mindset and their psychology. Now, this is the thing that most people invest the least in. You know, when someone goes and starts a business, they don't spend a hundred grand on their mindset and $10,000 on their marketing straight away. They'll go and spend a hundred thousand dollars 
or $110,000 on marketing, or they'll spend you know $50,000 on their marketing, $10,000 on sales or marketing material, then they'll spend some stuff on some of the resources and shit that they need. And then the one thing that fucks up their business is their mindset and the way that they react and the way that they respond and the way that they deal with stress and pressure, all of those things. And then most people wonder why the failure rate of business is so high. It's pretty obvious when you understand human behavior and human psychology, because the number one thing that makes someone fail or succeed is their own psychology. Yeah, it's the least that most people spend money on. You know, it blows my mind that the average Australian goes out and spends, if we have a look at the average, let's say the average housing price, and it depends whereabouts it is and so on. But let's say the average house price is $350,000 to $450,000, depending on where you live and so on. But when you have a look at that compared to their mindset, their house is worth more than the thing that fucks up everything in their own life which is their head. I was always the opposite. I spent a million dollars on my mind before I even thought about buying my first house. And fortunate enough, because of my way of thinking, I was able to go out and drop money on a house that was almost four times or five times the average price of the average Australian home. But that's because I bought my first home when I was 34, instead of doing what most other people do, which is go out and buy their first home in their early 20s, because they're trying to compete with everybody else. I spent all my money working on my mind and I felt like I was decades behind everybody else because all my friends were going out, getting married, having kids, buying houses. I went out and spent all my money on personal development, personal growth and figuring out how I could better myself because I knew that I was gonna be the one who would create an amazing life or also fuck it up. It just really blows my mind that most people lack the ability and the commitment and the dedication to invest in their own psychology and their own mindset. Yeah, it's the one thing that is the thing that destroys their day, okay? If you think about it, when someone comes home, they say, my day's shit. Their day wasn't shit. They just had a whole bunch of problems and stuff. But what happens is they thought about it. Those thoughts then fucked up their whole day. That's really what it is. It's crazy, right? And then, you know, some people go, I had an argument with their partner. Okay, you had a disagreement. It's just a disagreement if you have an argument. So it's just two people that can't communicate effectively and you disagree on something. And because of that, then you started yelling because that's the only strategy that you have for communication. Then after that, you watch people ruminate on that where they go over and over and over again in their head and they keep thinking about that argument over and over and over again. Then they say, oh, I have a shitty day because I argued with my partner this morning. You didn't have a shitty day because of the argument. You had a shitty day because you kept thinking about it over and over and over again. You couldn't control your thoughts and your emotions and that fucked up your day. It blows my mind that most people do not think that the way that they feel about their day, their week, their month, and their life is dependent on their own thoughts and their own psychology and the way they think about things, yet they invest more in a fucking car than what they do their own thoughts and they wonder why their life shit or why they can't get ahead financially or why they don't have the relationship that they want or why they feel like shitty parents and aren't getting the results that they want with their kids and their family or why they have poor communication or communication challenges in their career. It's so obvious when you say it like that, but most people don't wanna hear it. I mean, I'm assuming that half of the people now have already switched off this podcast and are like, fuck this guy. But it's true, I mean, the truth hurts, but it hurts when you're not doing the right thing. Those out there who are crushing it and understand the importance of their own psychology and consistently invest in it, I go on, this guy gets it. So it really depends on the individual and what they're committed to and what they're dedicated to. It blows my mind that someone would go out and take a half a million dollar loan out to get a house, which essentially is a liability, yet they call an investment because a bank calls their home loan an investment, yet they won't invest in their own psychology. You know, I watch people who are like, man, I can't afford two and a half grand to come to one of your events, yet they'll go out and drop 10 grand in a year on coffee, eating out, alcohol, you know, and then they'll drop another five grand a holiday. It blows my mind. And a holiday lasts for a week, so they feel good for a week, and then they have 51 weeks of the year that they feel like shit because they can't control their head. Hectic. 
Anyway, I hope this helps driven mofos. I really wanted to share the Kobe Bryant quote because it was just so brilliant. It was really, really brilliant. And for those out there, if this is resonating for you, you know, I know that you're on the right track and I know that you know what to do in regards to your life and that your mindset is the most powerful and fundamental resource that you have to living an amazing life and achieving the results that you want. So make sure you keep using it, but also not only using it, make sure you keep conditioning it and fine tuning it. So it's not so much just to learn something, it's learning it so much and implementing so much that it becomes conditioned. Someone can say, oh, I know I should go to the gym, but knowing that you should go to the gym doesn't mean that you're going to the gym. And it doesn't mean that you're using your body effectively. There's a massive gap between those who say, I know I should go to the gym versus those who go to the gym and actually exercise. Then there's a massive gap between those who go and exercise and those who consistently fine tune their exercise to get the optimum results out of themselves. There's huge gaps between all three of those things. So some people know that they should work on their mindset. Then there are those who actually work on their mindset. And then there's a massive gap between those who know what they're doing to get the best out of their mindset. Anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. Want to say a massive thank you to all those who reviewed the podcast and who also gave us a star rating. If you haven't already done so and you're loving the podcast and you know, you're enjoying this, I know that it's free. I'm gonna keep doing it for free because I love it. Even though it costs me money, I've gotta have my team to edit it, to you know, cut and do all that stuff and post the videos up and all that sort of stuff as well. And then you know, host the podcasting on the platforms and all of that sort of shit. Please, if you haven't already done so and you do appreciate these podcasts, all I would ask you to do, the only thing that I'll ask you to do, I don't wanna run ads, I don't wanna sell watches and a whole bunch of shit like a lot of other podcasters out there. What I want you to do is please, if you can, just go and give us a star review. It'll take literally three seconds. All you gotta do is, just click on the star rating on whatever platform you're on and it automatically pops up with the stars. You just tap it with your finger on whatever platform you're listening to it to and it's done. So please, if you haven't already done so, if you could please just review or rate the podcast. And if you wanna write a review on the, I think it's the Apple app allows you to do it on the Apple podcast app, please do that as well. I screenshot it, I send it to the team as well so that they see that they're appreciated, but also as well, it helps to get more listeners. So please, if you haven't already done so and you do feel like writing a review, please do that also. But all you need to do is if you just want to give it a star rating, it will literally take three seconds. So if you haven't already done so, please do that. And I look forward to you joining me back here once again on another episode. Anyway, have a great day, Driven Mofos. Keep crushing it. Keep getting out there. Keep pushing your mindset. Keep driving hard. And I guarantee that you'll crush it in life. Take care, Driven Mofos.